on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Hello, good morning. It's Sunday. Welcome to the girls around town here on Radio Newark. It's me, June Rollins, in the chair. No Rachel or Roz this week. They're both away. Hope you're both enjoying your weekends, girls, if you're listening. However, it's going to be a packed house this morning in the studio because we've got two guests in the first hour and two more in the second hour. So, plenty to talk about. Um, in the studio with me this morning, one familiar face, one new one. Uh, quick introduction first to the familiar face. Uh, Janice Holmes is back. Good morning, Janice. Good morning, June. Thank you very much for um, inviting me back on the show. Well, you've got lots to tell us, I know, and we will be talking in a bit more detail about it later, but anybody who listened to the show earlier in the year, in fact, it was approximately two months ago when Janice came into the studio last to launch her appeal for Bras for Gambia. Now, if you read the post on the Facebook page, you will, or or if you, uh, on the Girls Around Town website rather, or if you've been following Janice on Facebook, you will know this already. But she had rather a good response, which is probably putting <laughs> it very, very mildly. Yes. Janice will be telling us all about where these 8,000 or so bras came from and where they're heading to and why in a few minutes. But before we get to that, we have, as I say, a new guest in the studio this morning, and that's Sylvia Morgan. And Sylvia is kind of the... Um, she, she was kind of... What's the word I want? She She's set you off on this track didn't she a conversation yes. with sylvia yes. set you off on this track sylvia good morning thank you good very morning, much for coming June. in now i know that this is a familiar place to you not the studio itself but this building because uh-huh. you used to be a teacher here at Barnby. yes Road, i taught at Barnby road for many years my all my children came to Barnby road through the magnus system schools and uh, my oldest daughter taught here for many years before moving on last year. Now, there is another co- uh, connection between uh, the school and what we're going to be talking about, but we'll work our way around to that in a moment or two. So, Sylvia, you are the founder, that's right, isn't Well, of- not quite the founder. Um, we, my husband and I are directors of the work, but it was actually started by a couple who, who went out on holiday one year to the Gambia, just just as a tour as tourists uh saw the conditions that the people were living in and the fact that the children had no education uh and there was there was a real high level of poverty in the country and they decided that they wanted to do something about it um set up some uh, little building where they could uh, congregate the children and uh, do some songs and uh, teaching of them. But then they realised that actually to do some formal teaching, they needed to have somebody who was trained in that area. And um, that's where we came in at that point, our family. Um, Our daughter, Lisa, uh, who was teaching in Peterborough at the time, came home one weekend and said, um, Mum, Dad, I'd, I'd really like to take a year out to go across to a country which um, would would uh, need to have a teacher and perhaps set up some sort of school. She didn't quite know what, what to expect, but um, that was really on her heart. Uh, so actually she got into contact with a couple that were already working out in the country and then she went out for a year, set up the school employed some of the teachers um, 
set up the curriculum and uh, and that that was actually the beginning of the work and that's where my husband and I actually came on when we took it over from the couple who retired um although we we were actually on the point of retirement <laughs> ourselves um but we thought no we can't let it just go there's been so much work put into it so we decided we we pick it up and run with it and develop it and it's just gone whoosh <laughs> and, and that was that was how long ago how that long have you been doing this in, then uh, 98 so you're talking it actually next year will be the 25th anniversary of this of the beginning of the work gosh in the gambia that's, that's amazing so the it? children that were taken in at that point in time all those years ago are now still with us and we've trained 27 of them into teaching and they and half our, our staff of 75 um in in the schools over there are are what we trained the, the people we children train. that you brought yeah, in yeah. so yeah. we've yeah. homegrown <laughs> <laughs> now you, you say teaching but but there are other elements to it aren't there i mean um i know oh, that yeah. you you provide health care yes we health care mm, we 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 when we look at the children we see that so many of them have health problems obviously malaria <laughs> for instance is rife over there um everything has to be paid for by the families there's there's no such thing as NHS, obviously, so they, they have to pay for every treatment that they have. And they are very, very poor, exceptionally poor. A friend of mine who's worked in many, many African countries um, has told me that she, she thinks that the Gambia is the, is the poorest mm-hmm. of the countries mm-hmm. she's ever been in. Um, and so we decided that we would we would put on some medical care for the children. So we got into contact with a local clinic, and for a period of time, the doctor there was able to do some consulting with 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 the families and uh, and and help them. We would take uh, medical aids out on the containers with us. Also, we have somebody who's actually passed through our school who um, is a qualified nurse and uh, he's actually done a master's in um, in nursing as well. So he helps as well. Uh, and actually, in a month's time, we're going out and taking uh, three nurses with us and we are doing first aid training with proper Recess dolls. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so local yeah. uh, local nurses going with you. Are they very locally based, or the ones that are going with you? They're no, they're from, from the from UK. The they, they are yeah, they, yes, they yeah. Go, we're going across to to help to train our staff in basic first aid techniques, so that you know ev- everything can be done to help the children and their families and and from our conversation outside the studio while we're waiting for the show to start you you go over there on a relatively regular basis yourself don't you take different people for different reasons yes um it's amazing because the groups that we take every 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 person in the group they they somehow have a a role to play when they Mm. get across Mm. many of them say to me prior to going oh what can i do you know how can i fit into this uh, and I say, just wait and see, because you, you'll realise when you get across there, the part that you can play. And it's absolutely amazing how, how that happens. And, and I'm guessing people of all ages that go Oh, yes. Yes, because I know for a fact that Janice's son and daughter, Tom and Victoria, will yes. both be going out with yes. her in November. And they will 
um, find something or you will find something for them to do. <laughs> yes, definitely. I mean, the people who are uh, sport minded, you know, uh, particularly in the, <laughs> in the realm of football, <laughs> or, they all love football over there and they all have their favourite teams. So we, we, some, we, we manage to take football strips for them and, you know, deck them out in, in uh, um, some of their favourite teams. Fantastic strips, <laughs> and I'm guessing and that really excites them. <laughs> now we all know that Tom is a bit of a sporty guy. Yes, um, he is. Uh, yes, seen in box and and uh, um, train the have same set up so doing that yeah. for the children. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure Tom will be getting involved in in the sports side of things, and I'm, I'm guessing Victoria will probably at least be giving you a hand, Janice, at some yes. point. Yeah. So we have it, or, or you have rather, um, a container ready to go out. To yes, absolutely jam packed. <laughs> we, we did think a couple of weeks ago we wouldn't be able to put anything else on but uh, you know it's as Janice says it's the TARDIS and uh, we keep putting on and on and we've got some more stuff but it's going next week and in there the kind of things that are in there we'll talk about obviously Janice's yeah. kind of things mm-hmm. in a moment but the other sort of things now you said um, office furniture yes uh, the teachers needed new desks badly uh, so uh, one day I googled <laughs> as you do uh, Good is there people. anybody out there that can <laughs> donate furniture office furniture uh, to our schools in the Gambia then this guy's name came from down in Bristol contacted him and he said well actually I've got a contract to empty uh, an office block down in Cambridge would you be interested in having everything from there so we said mm, yes not realising <laughs> just how much that everything was so when we got down there uh, we took two Luton vans initially, and the guys who were offloading the stuff said, Luton vans? We want a huge furniture removal <laughs> van to move this stuff. Uh, so next day, we did that. We took a furniture removal van down and absolutely filled it full of beautiful, beautiful furniture. And we're so grateful to the people in the UK because they're so kind in, in donating. You know, there are so many really lovely people out there generous hearted people that uh, come on board with us and you said that one of excuse me one of the advantages was that the the stuff that you're taking out there the quality of it is very very good compared to what's available locally yeah we couldn't believe the quality of the stuff you know we we thought what would they do and they would go and to skip it (gasps) (gasps) oh and that just you know just horrified us so by hook or by crook we we got we got what we needed and off it went. And so, it, uh, so there will be some very delighted teachers out yes, there. Yes, there will be. Time. There will be. Absolutely. Definitely. I think we are the best kitted out school, <laughs> two schools in the Gambia. I'm June Rollins here in the studio with the first two of my four guests for this morning's show. That's Janice Holmes from Janice Rose Lingerie and also we have Sylvia Morgan from the New Life Children's Centre's charity. We've been talking to Sylvia about how the charity started, what it does, the kind of things that they do when they go over to the Gambia. And we mentioned in passing that Sylvia herself was a teacher here at 
Barnby Road Academy. I, I'm guessing was it an academy in those days, Sylvia? No, no. <laughs> uh, she was she was a teacher here at Barnby Road in um, days gone by. As um, more recently was her daughter. But there is another link. Um, again, we were talking about the fact that many many people, not only locally but further afield, very generously make donations for Sylvia and her team to, to ship out to um, the villages in the Gambia. And um, before we came on air, Sylvia actually mentioned one very, very close link to this building. Tell us about it, Sylvia. Mm. It was when the uh, decision was made to build a new school, Barbie Road School, which was on the opposite side of the road. Um, when the decision was made and passed and everything was going on, I came up with an idea that maybe if they didn't need the furniture in the old school, we perhaps could ship it out to the Gambia. So I approached uh, Kevin Evely, who was then the head. Uh, he contacted Notts County Council uh, and the decision was made that, that we could have it. So immediately <laughs> we, we ordered a 40-foot container just in case they changed their minds uh, put it onto the playground and started to fill it with the furniture from the old school so now the children are working at desks and sitting on chairs that uh, originally came from the old Barnby Road school and I tell you it lasted so well it's absolutely amazing they take a lot of pride in it they have little monitors uh, uh, who are responsible for looking after the furniture and they have little cloths that they wipe the melamine tables down with and the chairs at the end of the day because they realise that uh, it's such a privilege over in that country to have such good solid furniture if we have furniture we've had desks made over there out of local wood but they, they just last a year two years and then they're scrapped but these have been going on, I can't even remember how long this school's been up now. It must be about 15, oh, 15 no, I don't years. know, before not, I came not, to Newark, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but a long time anyway, but it's, th that furniture's still going strong. So, so for you going out there, it kind of must be like stepping back in time to the days when you yes. were teaching here. Yes, and of and course Lisa... Uh, I should mention this, Lisa, who started the school in the first place over in the Gambia, taught here. Mm -hmm. For yeah, many so, years, she so must about twelve years, I think. She thought she was the she was on the management here. She was the Senko, and then she moved up to live in Warrington last uh, last year. Um, so you know, our, our links with the school is, is very very close. Yes. Tremendous, really. And you also mentioned as well that um, it's not just this school that's that's helped out in in Newark. Some of the other schools have, have got yes, involved. Yes, yes. Uh, Coddington School, for instance, they they hold. Uh, a toy fair every year where children come and buy other other children's toys mm. and then anything left over comes into our charity shop. We have a charity shop in, in Newark um, and also the, the proceeds from that then come straight into the work. Uh, we have John Hunt. Uh, they they Some of the furniture over in the Gambias come from John Hunt's school. They emptied the whole of their their uh, fountain foundation one i think furniture a while ago and gave it all to us also uh lovers lane they've donated stuff um the mount i've been in there and done presentations uh you know and this school so it's 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 really lovely it's the whole family of schools in newark yes i got I, on board yeah and, and they are referred to as the, the family of schools mm. as well aren't they and it's a very much a family 
feeling amongst the and, schools. And the children in the schools, you know, when I go in and do presentations, they uh, they come up to me at the end and they say, I have so much pocket money, can I, can I give some of my pocket money to the children? It just grabs hold of these kids, you know, because they realise that, uh, hey, these, these children and the pictures that they see on the screen, you know, they, they live in homes that don't have electricity, they don't have running water, they... They don't have proper toilets. You know, I show pictures to the children of uh, a hole in the ground and yes. say how many of you would, would like a toilet like that. <laughs> it just helps the children to realise that actually, hey, they live in, they live in a, a, a really privileged environment. Yes, very much um, so. And, and it sounds as though they, they react really well. Oh, they well do. They do. They, they're absolutely fascinated. Yeah. They, they sit as still as anything. I also go into some schools in Lincolnshire as well, and uh, so yeah, there's there's a huge interest in 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 the work because uh, I just people seem to identify with it for some reason. You know, they mm. absolutely. Now we're going to um, we're going to move over to talk to Janice about this specific project in just a moment. But before we do, um, we'll have another piece of music. Also, before we do that. Sylvia, you mentioned in passing that there is a charity shop here in Newark. Now, yes. it's, it's uh, um, in the, the arcade. In the arcade, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a very popular shop, actually. Lots of people who come in say, oh, we love this shop. And they come, you know, lot. it's amazing how many people come from other areas into Newark for the day, you know, to, down by the river and so on. And many of them come into our shop uh, and uh, and we we do really, really well. And the latest school that we built, the three-storey school, was built predominantly from that Mm -hmm, money mm -hmm, raised mm -hmm. in the charity shop. And I should say that every one of us in the work in the UK are volunteers, so none of us get paid at all. We, we we don't take anything out of the work. Every every penny goes into the work over in the Gambia. Fantastic. Now, I know there's a website, and I'm just actually clicking on... If you go to the Girls Around Town website, which is girlsaroundtownonline.com, and you scroll down the page a little bit, you'll see there is a piece on there which is t- entitled Bravo, and it's talking about this morning's... Um, ah, got it at last. It's talking about this morning's interview with Janice and Sylvia... But a little way down there, there is a link from there to uh, Sylvia's website. It is newlifegambia.co.uk. So if you go either directly to that website or if you go, to, as I say, to the girlsaroundtownonline.com website and follow the link, you can find out more about the charity. And, of course, you can pop along to the arcade. In yes, it's and, um, a uh, double-fronted shop with New Life Children's Centres written on the top. It, it so is indeed. Easily found. Yes, yes, absolutely. But don't go in the evening because we now have gates yes, on I either that. end yep, of that. the arcade. <laughs> I, go into, I go into Newark at least three times a week because yeah. I, I train at, uh, the, in the gym, in one of the gyms there. And I always walk mm. and I always come from um, London Road and I, mm. and I go to walk up the arcade. And the other day I got to the bottom and it was... Locked. locked. <laughs> so uh, no, no, it was it, it wasn't locked. It was um, thingied off, you know, uh, shut c- uh, little red and white doodars stopping yeah. you going through. I yeah, can't think yeah. of the word. So I walked round and went up Bridge Street instead. Um, when I came back, um, it was cut the off the other side, way. Yeah, yeah. And then when I went, I think it was on Friday, and I, I noticed they've got these gates now mm-hmm. at both ends, which obviously, um, sadly 
the reason for it, I'm sure, is yeah. the fact that there have been a lot of so broken many windows and things up so, there. But yes. They yeah. can't be seen, can they? No. From the no. roadside, this no. is the thing. So. They're very vulnerable. Area. So yes, yes, um, you need to go between nine and five or whatever to, to be able to walk up there now. Now, very, very quickly, we're going to get um, a quick reminder from Janice about her own project, and then we will move into a bit more detail in a few minutes' time. So Janice, I know that you first had this idea five years ago um, and didn't weren't in a position to do anything about no. it. So more recently, you said you literally woke up one morning and thought, oh, I've got an idea. I did. Um, it was literally about two and a half months ago with starting my own business. Um, I just feel like I've been in a jam jar and the top's come <laughs> you, off. You said that before. I, 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 I visualise you as a little butterfly yes, flying out of yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've just got so many ideas what I want to do and what I can do that um, I remember waking up um, on a Sunday morning and I just just before you turned on to girls around town absolutely <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um and just thinking I've got a really wonderful idea and I wonder whether I could do something to help the ladies out in Africa um I talked through my idea um with Roger and it was like it was just like a light bulb moment with starting my own business and um, it being lingerie, uh, bras. I read, I've read uh, online for a number of years how women out in Africa can get sexually abused. And there's quite a few charities that have donated underwear and bras. They go out and they're just shipped out into a village and it's like a free-for-all. And I just thought, I wonder whether I can make a difference by being a bra fitter, asking for donations um, and actually going out and measuring ladies out there to give them a bra. Because, because uh, doing it that way... Um, it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but doing it that way, you're kind of giving them that extra bit of dignity because they're not just diving into any old pile of bras and getting, you know, grabbing no. something. They are actually getting their bra yes. that fits them, yes. that works for them, yes. that an expert has told them works for them. So it's not just the having the bra. It's no. that extra little bit of dignity with it as well, isn't it? Um, as you can gather, June, I'm very passionate about <laughs> ladies that um, don't wear the right size uh, bra. Yeah. Um, I've had my wrist slapped by Janice <laughs> at least twice. <laughs> yes. Um, so I just wanted to try and make a difference. And I contacted Sylvia and we met for a coffee. And I just talked through my idea to see whether I would be able to go along and help the charity that Sylvia is so deeply involved with. And if I could, you know, launch a project to ask ladies for unwanted bras, um, if I could go and take them over and offer to measure ladies for bras and donate them and give them one. So we will have a bit more music and then we'll find out where that idea took you or is about to take you. We are coming almost to the end of the first half of the show, but we've still got a little time to get a bit more information from Janice and from Sylvia about this um, project that we've been talking about, this particular project. So, Janice, 
you had the idea, you discussed it with Sylvia. Right. In a couple of minutes, just tell me how you got the word out and where you got the word out to. Um, after chatting to Sylvia over a coffee and Sylvia thought, yes, I think that's a really good idea. I just started to share it on my own private um, pa- Facebook page on, well, I came on the radio here June to talk did about indeed, it. Yeah. Um, and the word just got about. Um, it was shared so many times. The Newark advertiser put me in the paper as well to talk about what I wanted to do. And then bras started coming in. <laughs> now, now, you had a few collection points um, already set up when we talked on the show back in June, before you, uh, when you officially started launching. But then not only were bras coming in, but people were coming in saying will be a collection point will be a collection it's point won't they it's just been absolutely overwhelming the generosity of everybody that has come on board to help to collect to, to promote to share it's just been fantastic you know i've i have been june i've been lost for words which isn't very <laughs> well, yeah, often. that's not that's not you no <laughs> not at all no absolutely no. not so um they started coming in slowly but surely and then suddenly it looked like you were going to need another container, didn't I know, it? I know. <laughs> I kept saying to Sylvia, I've got more bras. And Sylvia kept saying, that's okay. I'm sure we can fit them in the container. Um, I had bras sent from all over the world. I've had them from Australia, Canada, New Zealand, emails from America. I just totally, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it how everybody was embracing what i was doing it's just fantastic and having seen some of the bras that collected having picked them up on on your behalf and dropped dropped them off or got them over to you from different places the i mean the the choice they're going to come because these aren't just for school children are they no no not at all after speaking to sylvia i'm hoping that sylvia's going over again in a couple of weeks she's going to organize that when i get out there i'll be able to talk to the girls in the school there's a mother and baby clinic where i've got nursing bras to give and then of course the villagers we are going to set up in the school i believe Mm -hmm the bra um supply base i should say (laughs) um where i will have ladies coming to see me i'll measure and then what i'm classing as the bra brigade ladies that are also (laughs) coming over um we will sort out the sizes for the ladies um on the days that we're there and and i know that you've had a number of um sorting out days already haven't you because you've been putting the bras into sizes into categories yes. into whatever mm-hmm. there's been lots of posts on your page of pictures of you and your little team yes. um surrounded by bags and boxes and everything yes um so approximately eight thousand bras i believe i believe that after i put the post on for eight thousand bras more kept coming i in. think there's more more like ten we, <laughs> we believe there's more like ten thousand yeah. bras yeah. now that have all been hand sorted <laughs> yes um we probably ought to if, if you can think of it i'm going to play a piece of music so i'll give you a chance to think of this we probably ought to give a quick shout out to the ladies in the sizing team the bra brigade um Absolutely. back here in newark so let's hear from 
well this is quite appropriate little mix and bounce <laughs> back we'll hear from little mix and then janice will um do a quick shout out to some of the people who've been um enjoying sorting through all these bras for her janice you were going to give a quick shout out to the bra brigade I really want to thank first of all my daughter and my son Tom and Victoria Watkins they have helped me so much and even Tom's been to help sort the parts <laughs> out um, Jeanette Batterham, Leslie Rhodes, Julia Jones, Shona Tyler, Sue, Sue and Sheila Powell um, also their husbands as well really a huge huge thank you for people that even just dropped in when i've had the um sort through at the everyday champion center can't thank everybody enough thank you fantastic now i am going to add a quick word of thanks as well because um as everybody knows one of my closest friends is my personal trainer and um he slightly reluctantly agreed to be photographed with um two of his sons i think one of his other trainers uh, two yes. of his other trainers so a big shout out to dean sugden if you didn't haven't seen it already go over to the girls around town online.com website and in the picture collage at the top of the article called bravo you will see dean and his cohorts complete with bras we couldn't get him into one but no, we did actually did get him ask, to hold a couple but he wasn't yeah. going to entertain it <laughs> and unfortunately bailey the british bulldog wasn't there on the day because i'm sure bailey would have done now very very quickly before we go up to the news one other thing to tell you um something that we didn't mention when we were talking to sylvia if you go over to that website to their website um for the charity you will also see that one of the other things that they that they do or that you can do through them is sponsor a child in the villages out there in the gambia that they um work with so that is another important thing to mention now sylvia and janice are off now um they're going to be replaced in the hot seats by um Anne and sue in a few moments time but we will invite um the two of them back in the latter part of the year or the very early new year to tell us how the november project went best of luck to you both ladies thank um, you not oh, only with this us. one but obviously with all of the um projects associated with the charity um i'm going to let you go i'm going to let our listeners listen to to the news and the weather forecast which i'm hoping will be a good one and uh we will see you in the new year or later on in the year thank you very much indeed for Thanks coming you. in we-